You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Well, it will be very interesting to know what informs that particular decision. Um, obviously, because um, you know, I, I mean, from from what I had, um, you know, the the, the 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 that caption would say we don't know how these people came into the country and all that, whether they legally or not. But we want every foreigner that comes into the country to have insurance, and. I think the exclusionary, you know, um, uh, desire to exclude, um, you know, people that are foreign nationals. You've got foreign nationals that live here in South Africa, that work in South Africa. They've got permanent residents. Some have got work permits, and they are likely to get involved in an accident one or the other. And um, if they were, for example, to get injured, I mean, why would there be a, a desire to have a certain insurance to cover them against such accidents, which any other person is not required to when, you know, in fact, they contribute to the source of income, you know, or the money that is used for, 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 for paying, you know, for the road accident fund. Remember that fuel in South Africa is one of the most expensive, and the reason for that is because of these levies that are being, you know, um, uh, paid over to the, I mean, to the road accident fund from the price of fuel, and that affects the foreign nationals already. So why want them to contribute, not want them to benefit from the system? So with regard to the question of, you know, uh, people, whether they are documented or undocumented, uh, being paid out, uh, obviously there's a question there to be answered by the road accident fund itself. But from your perspective, what do you make of that? Well, look, the, 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 the issue is basically that, of course, one could say um, if one is undocumented, they're not legal in the country and therefore not recognized to be in the country, you know, and they've broken a law. But um, we must look at how people are affected. If there is a pool of funds that is collected from, you know, people and everyone is supposed to be, you know, to pay money from that. And if you are not recognizing, for example, like the tax regime, um, We've had, I think, in the past, for example, you know, um, people that pay UIF, and because they, while it's their foreign nationals, and when they have got to claim, you know, their UIF, then there are a lot of hurdles, you know, where, for example, you are, they, they are told that no, but they are foreign nationals, but the employers are told to 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 collect money from that. I think that is very criminal, mm. and we can't have a situation that says let all people be taxed equally, and then when people are supposed to benefit from being taxed as, you know, like the unemployment insurance funds, like the road accident fund, where ordinarily everyone is taxed, then you want to exclude other people. If they should be excluded, then exclude them from requiring them to contribute so that they cannot benefit from that, and then ask them to have their own special insurance. So I think that kind of discrimination is definitely not going to qualify in terms of, you know, the South African constitution where unfair discrimination is unacceptable. Mm. So if you go to a country, because you, you uh, raise the issue of, you know, paying um, a fuel levy. But other countries also have uh, taxation on their fuel, but they still require you to also have your own travel insurance to cover you should anything happen to you, should you be injured or require hospitalization or medical care in those countries. So why would that be uh, such a huge hurdle or even preposterous for South Africa to propose such a law? 
Well, look, when you talk about travel insurance, I mean, frankly speaking, maybe we're talking about people that fly, you know, to other countries, maybe in, in, in the West. I mean, in Africa, to talk of, um, you know, travel insurance, I don't know even how much that is. And normally travel insurance is also expected of normally people that are in transit, not people that are ordinarily resident, you know, in a particular country. So here we're talking about people that are ordinarily resident in South Africa, but they are foreigners, they are either on work permits, they are either on, um, you know, uh, permanent residence and so forth. And these are the people that are desired to be before talking, you know, about those that are regarded as um, irregular, that do not have documentation. So people ordinarily resident here that contribute taxes, and we don't have a tax regime, for example, in those countries, we would not talk about them unless we were to sit and say, okay, let's juxtapose, you know, for example, Zimbabwe or Malawi or a particular country that has got a similar regime like here, where we've got the road accident fund, where it's a, a situation where you get involved in an accident, it's, it's not about the fault, it's the fact that you got involved in an accident, and levies fuel prices get to be so exorbitant because everybody has got to contribute to that and everybody consumes fuel one way or the other and then all of a sudden you want to say now let's exclude everyone who is who pays this tax you know directly uh, from benefiting from this system it becomes quite unfair mm. I, I don't know of okay. any system that is like that let's yes. bring in mr collins letualo ceo of the road accident fund thanks for your time mr letualo uh, please respond to that no, look, I mean, um, we are just aligning ourselves to global pra- best practices. If you go to Mozambique, for instance, you need your own insurance to go in there. But you see, people don't even understand. The gentleman simply does not understand how the scheme works. The person that pays the 218 cents is not the claimant. They is the wrongdoer. So people must understand that. The 218 cents is not paid by the claimant. The claimant claims from both accident fund instead of claiming from the wrongdoer. So... This issue that people are saying that this is a taxation that is meant for that is not even correct. The second part is that uh, this is a social benefit scheme meant for South Africans. I mean, we can't have a social benefit scheme that caters for uh, other people or citizens of other countries. When when we go to their own countries, we don't participate in their own social benefit scheme. I think that's unfair. So South Africans uh, need to benefit from the scheme because it's meant for them. Dr. Sibanda says that uh, that would uh, be tantamount to unfair discrimination. How do you respond to that? There is no unfair discrimination. I mean, uh, uh, look at this point at which a social benefit. I don't, I don't get other social benefits. I can't claim from South Africa. I'm still South African. I don't think that this is unfair discrimination. I think we are doing what other countries are doing. And that protocol also calls reciprocity. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, Dr. Vusmuzi Sibanda is uh, the CEO of the African Diaspora Global Network and Collins uh, Letualo, the uh, RAF uh, CEO. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.